So think about this morning at 800-447-7234, one of the most best places you've ever been. 800-447-7234. There is a place that you could stay. Now, this thing started back in 1948. It was built, this building, uh, for a chain of shoe stores. And so in honor of that, the design is a little different. It's a little out there. It's shaped like a shoe. Like the little old lady in the shoe, right? Exactly, exactly. It was at one time an ice cream shop. Another time it was like a honeymoon getaway. But it's a place to stay now, right? But now it's an Airbnb. That's crazy cool. I know. Love that. The new owners came in over the summer of this year, and they really have spent a lot of time renovating, getting it just up to snuff, as they say. And now you can rent. It's about $270 a night. What? No. To stay there. Where is it? Um, It's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Near anything? Not really. It's kind of out there in farmland. But it's. I'm so glad it's cool. in farmland. I wouldn't want to be on a busy road. No, no. Because, I mean, what is that? That's a shoe. Uh, yeah, so it's almost $270 a night to stay there. It's going to be available because to the end like of the year. It looks like a shoe? Well, I mean, it is different, and there's plenty it's of room. Like Pennsylvania, I think is it like near yes. Hershey at least? No. You can go see the. No, where you they can't make get the any candy chocolate bars? bars and then go hang out in your shoe. <laughs> is it near, like, I, I don't know, amusement park? No, it's it's near, I think there's some cows on the left, horses on the right or something. I'm not really sure. But it's out there in farmland. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. So there's this shoe that's three stories and it's an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Rob and Liz, his morning crew on his radio. So we're hearing from... Ninja, our producer, she said, oh, you think staying in a shoe is great for an Airbnb? How about a mohawk? A mohawk? Really? <laughs> what are you... It looked what? like a. It looked like hair? No, it's it's called the Mohonk Mountain House. Oh, I thought you said mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Seriously, in my head, I was thinking hair. Wait, wait, but it's mohonk? Yeah, it, it might be like, like the family's last name or something. Like but- mo... Beep, beep. Yeah. No hunk? Yeah. Okay. It was it was like an old mansion that they turned to a hotel and they had tea time, Ooh. a little lake you could boat down. So this was a hotel? Yes. Not a house. Okay. I was thinking Airbnb. Nice. I th- I'm, I'm thinking staying in the hair would be better. <laughs> I was thinking that'd be kind of cool to stay yeah. in the top floors, the hair. But wow. lake and everything, huh? <laughs> yes. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I uh, rented a cabin, and I I still hear about it to this day. I rented a cabin. I usually let my husband Joey do the 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 research on staying somewhere. It was like stepping into Mayberry. It was rotary phone. They had a rotary phone. Oh, everything was old school. Yeah, and I mean it was like two or three years ago. Kitchen. The t- uh, the kitchen was yeah like I mean it was older. I think it was the avocado green appliances, that kind of thing. But also, the television, I remember, was the big box kind. So it still had the tubes and the fuses and all the stuff. That's excellent. That's the best. You can't get anything on those TVs anymore, but hey. Oh, you couldn't call anybody? Wow, she does that well. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Think back, if you will. When you were just a little person, you know, just a child, and somebody asked you about getting married, it's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. What were your thoughts as a kid about marriage? Oh, I did not want to get married. You were like a no. Oh, huh? I was a no. Even up into mm-hmm. my early teens, I was like, never happening. I can tell you when I was five, girls were gross. 
They have, right? They're gross. gross. They have cooties. Ew. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you cross your fingers right? behind your back so you wouldn't get cooties. What Don't want to get cooties. No. What is that? This is a young little guy. Do you know how old he is? Um, Maybe guy? five or probably four or five. Four or five years yeah, old at the most. Yeah. Probably four. And he's 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 posed a question. And, and here's the question and his thoughts about answering this question. When you get married, are you going to be a protector? I'm not going to be married at all. Why? I don't want to be married. Are you kidding? I thought you wanted to be a dad. I would be scared. Why? Well, because I don't want to kiss anyone. How come? Well, if they kiss me, they they sometimes do it with spit. No. <laughs> he has thing. several other thoughts, too. He does. <laughs> about great. being a dad and whatnot. But <laughs> yeah, great. And I don't want those girls kissing me. They <laughs> <I> got spit. <laughs> Four years old. <laughs> but I mean, that's the way you uh, think about it. Like, that is right? gross and disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, your thoughts. <laughs> About getting married when you're four. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. You probably didn't know this, but Scott Watson has been married before. Mm. It's Rob and Liz on his radio. Scott does our news. And Scott, when was your your first wedding? You're going to have to talk about your very, very, very first wedding. Yeah, all the way back in the fifth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Married in the fifth grade. What happened? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, my girlfriend at the time. Of course, back then, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, not really serious. But we decided to have a wedding on the playground. <laughs> playground so we had the whole shebang. We had, you know, had the best man. We had the, you know, the bridesmaids. And we had a friend of ours that did the officiating, right? Bunch so, of fifth graders. Yeah. <laughs> on, the out there on the playground. Right by the swing set. Yeah. Did any of and, the teachers uh, come up on the uh, wedding? Were they invited? Really. They may have been watching from a distance. There is no really staircase. Did she interfere. come down the jungle gym? Uh, no, just, you know, down the little dirt path to the little corner <laughs> of the it, playground there. Was it planned the day before so she could at least wear a dress? Yeah, she wasn't really into dresses, so she didn't have a dress. You know, we were just in our casual school clothes. It was casual so. wear. So, casual. I mean, was there a pastor? <laughs> Well, we had a friend of ours that played the role of pastor. Okay, good. And hey. so he did the officiating, and uh, instead of kissing, we weren't into that, so we just shook hands. <laughs> Shake your hand, the bride of your hand, your bride's hand. How do you even say that? Put her there, partner. <laughs> well, we did have a marriage license, which was really cool. What? We found the person that could do the best handwriting in fifth grade, and they came out with a handwritten marriage license for us. On the lined paper. Did you each sign it? Oh, yeah, we signed yeah. it and everything. Please had tell witnesses, me. so it was legal, we thought, you know, but... Please tell me you still fun. have a copy. It is somewhere in the attic, I think, <gasps> in a box. I'll have to dig around and find it. Yeah, hopefully, I hope it's still up there somewhere. Hopefully the number two pencil did not fade. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. A little boy does not want to get married. He's four or five years old. Does not want to get married. Dana is with us. Check this out. She got married in the second grade. Dana, what was that like? Well, we had a cloakroom. It was like our playroom. Me and the love of my life at the time, Tim Evans, got married in the cloakroom. Our friend Tim married us, and my friend Sarah, I called her Say. She was my uh, maid of honor, and (laughs) we got married. 
it would be ironic if that was your husband today. Well, it isn't. Uh, he moved on to better things, I guess, <laughs> a couple years after that. <laughs> he and I still tease each other uh, all the time. He's in the ministry now. He's, he's uh, good friends with our family, and we just all grew up together. And But our friends, none of us have forgotten that. Glorious day. One rainy day in the cloakroom. <laughs> Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. I'm totally into those homemade, handmade, local items. And Rob, Rob is a plethora of information about such things. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. I think uh, I think Liz is going to like Lola because Lola says, I make tra- trash art, okay. gross jewelry. She is proclaimed trash artist, Lola so is. She takes all trash, like... The wrapper from my Subway sandwich and makes it into... White bottle caps. Oh. Yeah. She okay. takes white bottle caps. She cleans them up. She puts golden hoops on them and clips them in shapes of uh, of white flowers and turns them into big earrings. You're showing me a picture and they are really pretty. You have no idea that they're bottle caps. No, you would have When no- she gets done with them, they're really nice. That is so cool that you can, you know, but that takes takes an artist's eye to be able to look at something like a bottle cap and which doesn't cost anything cuz she's just drinking her water, you know, water bottle or whatever and then turns it into art. Yeah. I would never be able to look at that. I would see trash. That's it. Yeah, and there and it's not trash. No. And that doesn't look gross either, although she says, "Oh, you know what? I'm a trash artist and I make gross jewelry." <laughs> but she doesn't because you have no idea. Uh-uh. It's like recycling at its best. And it, you know, it is gross probably at the very beginning. She sanitizes it if it's been used, right? Oh, yeah. So moves on and makes jewelry. I say go get them, Lola. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. It's never too early for ice cream, uh, even though, you know, we're not even at 7 o'clock. I think we could have ice cream for breakfast. How about Little Debbie ice cream? Okay, if that's what you say. Yeah, Little Debbie. It's those a little, little unhealthy. Those little Christmas tree. Listen, I don't like the Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. Are you saying they made it into ice cream? Yeah, they, it's for been real? around for a little while, but it was really difficult to find last year. Like, it was limited, but it was limited edition. Um, and so they doubled the stock this year. Now, Scott's a fan of those little Christmas tree things from Ugh. Debbie Cakes. You, you mm, love them? I can't find them, though. Oh, you can't I find the those. cakes? The cakes? Yeah. No, I haven't seen any yet. Okay. Well, the ice cream's out, so you might as well go yeah. look for the that. The ice cream is out, but I haven't tried that. I might have to get the uh, Christmas tree cake ice cream instead of the real cakes. It just seems like those those little cakes are so sugary, and then you put it in some ice cream that's also sugary. It's just going to be like... <laughs> but you say they doubled it's, the stock. They doubled the stock, and so if you looked for it last year and couldn't find it, at Walmart, that's where it's going to be. Um, you should be able to find. I'm it shocked this that year. Scott hasn't even looked for it yet. No, I've looked. I can't find it. You... I'm on a mission though to find them because okay. I love them. All right. Well, if you like that little Debbie cake, they're also doing uh, the pumpkin, the little pumpkin cream cakes. That's also an ice cream this year. Ew. See, I don't think. Ugh. I'm not into pumpkin ice cream. I'm into pumpkin pie, and that's it. Right? Not, not anything else. Uh-uh, me either. But uh, if you're looking for, you know what though, they have. I won't eat the little Christmas tree cakes, but a friend of mine has earrings in the shape. I'm getting confused. Of Christmas tree. So, 
you're talking about earrings and ice cream and th- and they're all little Debbie cake things? Yes, because the little Debbie Christmas tree cake is a phenomenon. It's becoming iconic that it's being made into everything. T-shirts with the Christmas tree cake, jewelry, ice cream, it's everywhere. Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. And you can jewel it all up. You can. Those old gibbets. Isn't that what they're called? Little gibbets? I don't know. Somebody told me there were jewels. I guess I'm wrong. I don't know. No, it's almost like charms, kind of like jewels, but I think there is a word for it. They're called a giblet? I know, right? I always want to say that, like a turkey giblet, but it's a gibbet. But it's like little charms that you fit into the holes of the front of the crock. And these are in the shape of, let's say, a hot dog or a Slurpee or a sign of 7-Eleven. So literally, they've made the Croc yeah. 7-Eleven branded shoe. So yeah, 7-Eleven is on, and the colors and 7-Eleven yeah. logo and everything's on the Croc shoe. And then those little holes, as Liz was saying, you you pop those things in. Yeah. And and they're not cheap. So if you love 7-Eleven and you love a Slurpee, the least amount of money you'll get by with paying is about $50 just for the crock itself. Really? But they have one called a Mega Crush Clog. What? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. It's something they sell at, at is it I guess, wooden? 7-Eleven. No, no, no. It's just a certain design of it. It's $110. Really? $110 for, oh, it has an elevated heel. So it's kind of like a platform clock, clog, crock, um, crock, clog. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I'm just going to stick to my Buster Browns. <laughs> Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Melissa needed a place to go where she felt like she was being held. It's Rob and Liz, his radio, Rob and Liz in the morning. Melissa was diagnosed earlier this year with cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden she finds herself with all these chemo treatments and she said intense radiation treatments. It was rough. On top of that, she has an hour drive to and from work. Oh my goodness. An hour one way, an hour another way. And she said, what really helped me keep focused on God, she said, seriously, was his radio. Was there as I'm getting the treatments. It was there when it was so intense. It was there as I'm trying to get back and forth to work with my mind intact, thinking about what's going to happen with my life. Is there a future for me? And his radio helped me keep focused on God. And I'm so grateful that people help make that happen for her. You know, I'm just thinking about even just the songs that maybe you've heard in the last few minutes. One that said, God, no matter what the story is, God is in the middle of it. He may be walking beside you. He may be carrying you through that story. And another song that said, just be held. And someone needed to hear that this morning that, you know, that that struggle that you have. God is holding you through it. And maybe you need that encouragement. Maybe you can share that with others, and you can do it through his radio. I'm wondering how many Melissa's you could help with a gift of support. Now, share is about three weeks away, and we're raising the operational budget for this listener-supported radio station. And here's the thing with the big goals that his radio has for share is the biggest goal ever in four days to raise the support. You can give a Jumpstart gift right now even before December 6th gets here. So here's how you can help another Melissa who is going through something in life. You can give your gift right now by texting the word GIVE to 800-447-7234. And we'll send you a link that you can give your gift to. That's the word GIVE, 800-447-7234. Use the MyHisRadio app or HisRadio.com.